Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SEAL Project Podcast. I'm Coach John Bush, and I'm here with Dr. Anahita Barbode. And today we're going to be talking about how to boost your child's social intelligence and how to help your children learn about family norms and pro-social behavior, and also how to introduce the feeling of pride to a young child. Before we talk about how to boost your child's social intelligence, we need to know how to develop a parenting plan. New parents mostly think about how to meet the physical needs of their children. They rarely think ahead on how to deal with their child's eventual journey. A parenting world needs solid and dominating personalities. Without a parenting plan, every single scenario can turn into a fight, a fight over chores, and who does what for the child and when. Later on, school decisions can also be a source of disagreement. It can be frustrating for children to witness these disagreements. It will create a confusion to the point that the research indicates that it's easier for children to see their parents agree on something rather than being right about something. What do you mean by that? Well, there is a Harvard study. About 80% of the children in the study said their parents were more concerned with each other's accomplishment than their happiness. This gives children a sense that their parents don't care about each other. As parents are role models for their children, this kind of behavior gives children the idea that their parents don't care for each other. Research has shown that children from such families are less caring about their partners in the future. With that in mind, create a strategy for disagreement and plan ahead on what to do when there's a disagreement. Remember that for children, it's more important to see consistency and follow through than which parent wins or is right. That's great advice all throughout life. Planning ahead for how to deal with things before a problem arises makes it far easier to deal with problems, rather than waiting until you're both upset and trying to find a solution in the middle of a fight. When children are involved, it is even more important to do this because they're like little sponges that absorb your behavior and you want to be sure to be a good role model for them. To solve this problem, I would recommend following the following tips for parenting plan. First, make a plan. Find an agreement on the core values. This is even more important than a daily task. These core values can be based on pro-social behavior, understanding our own emotions, and understanding other people's emotions. After you're done with parenting plan, then it's time to come up with the core social value of your family and how to implement those social norms. I'm going to provide you with some strategies on how to execute values to internalize pro-social behavior that your family accepts and increase children's social and emotional intelligence. Using puppets. Using puppets is a powerful tool to teach children your family and social values. Not only is is it powerful, but also it can be considered as a fun activity. I found out about the importance of puppet when I began teaching preschoolers. I discovered that children listen to the puppet more than they listen to me. So I started to talk about my classroom values and social skills that I want them to learn through the puppet show. Then it inspired me to buy a puppet theater and more puppets to present more characteristic traits. 
Remember, a puppet show doesn't have to be complicated. It can be easily incorporated into daily activities, including your bedtime story or another family gathering. Also, have in mind that the children do not care if you're a professional puppeteer or you just started your show. Just try to have fun with the puppet and they will have fun with your show. Play contrasting characters with the puppets. One puppet has a good character and the other one has a bad character traits and antisocial behavior. Refer to him as a bad puppet during the show. After your puppet show, ask your child which one of the puppets they would like to play with and why they chose to play with that puppet. Have the targeted behavior in mind and come up with the scenario that my puppet feels proud because he helps grandma water the plant. You can ask your child, how would you feel if someone helped you? Consider puppet play as a way of interacting with your child. How would you do it? When training teenagers and adults, I tend to ask them about the kind of behaviors they want in a friend or partner. We discuss how they want them to behave in various circumstances. I also ask them how they would react to bad or unhelpful behavior. Then I ask them about their past and have them objectively evaluate how they behaved in past instances. Are they being the kind of friend or partner that they would want, or do they treat their friends and partners poorly? Thinking about the effect other people's bad behavior has on them can sometimes wake them up to how their own bad behavior is impacting others. After all, if someone is having trouble making friends or having successful relationships, there's usually some internal work that can be done to rectify the problem. Rarely does someone with perfect social and relationship behavior have trouble finding friends or forming good relationships. We almost always have something we can work on and do better. I try to imitate children's social conflict behavior as a way to promote more pro-social behavior. I have them observe their own behavior portrayed through the puppets having antisocial behavior and then ask the children if it is right to have that kind of behavior. Each time I use different topics that help the children learn about social or family norm. After a couple of shows, the children would start to talk about the importance of friendship and honesty to the puppet. Children took the lessons they learned from the puppet and then apply that to their behavior. Teach them the vocabulary to help them socialize better in a social environment and think ahead of time for the upcoming scenarios. For example, tell your child to ask if she can have a toy when her friends are done playing with that toy. Say, can I have that toy when you're done playing with it? Or would you pass that to me when you're done playing with that? Name the action. You're sharing, you're helping, you're trading. Here's an exercise you can do to teach your child the concept of pride. If you have a younger child at home, ask your older child to help the younger child. Example, have the child give her younger sibling the pacifier or bottle. Once the older child has provided any help, then ask him if he feels proud. He might ask, what is proud? Tell the child that pride is a feeling you get when you help the people around you or take care of people. The other scenario that makes the child proud is when the child is doing something that he was not able to do before. The other scenario that makes a child proud is when the child is doing something that he was not able to do before. Then after accomplishing that work, she feels proud. Emphasize the feeling of pride when the child is following direction. However, remember to make sure he feels proud of him or herself and not just proud to have made you happy. 
Let the child have the chance to admire himself and not to rely on you for feeling of pride. Inner satisfaction is important. When we are talking about feeling proud, don't teach the child to rely on your verification of the feeling. We want to instill an intrinsic feeling of pride when they accomplish something, so they won't only feel proud when you suggest it. That's some excellent advice. I can tell you from working with teenagers and adults, it makes a huge difference when people learn these values correctly at a young age. Friendships at all ages tend to be based on fairness, kindness, and loyalty, and these traits are usually formed in early childhood. We're friends with people we like, and we like people that demonstrate pro-social behavior, which is essentially kind behavior. This means encouraging people and praising their success and also comforting them when they're going through something difficult. Teaching these qualities to children when they're young will help them grow into kind adults that not only form easy friendships, but also get along well with people at work and have successful romantic relationships where they treat their partners well. Friendships are also based on fairness. In children, this most often takes the form of, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. This results in sharing things and taking turns. Adults generally are not quite as quid pro quo about this as children are, but we learn this sense of fairness as children, and it's what causes us to trust that our friends and relationship partners will reciprocate good behavior that we demonstrate toward them. Finally, friendships are based on loyalty. We learn to be trustworthy and dutiful towards our friends and family in childhood, and it leads us to be honest adults that are also able to make strong friendships and successful relationships. So I cannot stress enough how much following Dr. Barbo's advice for young children will pay massive dividends for your children when they're teenagers and adults.